0: And welcome to the Plentiful Goddess podcast. I'm so excited and tired, but excited. (laughs) Um, Yes, it's been definitely an interesting time for me. And actually, I've been struggling with digestive issues the last two days. And it got me inspired to talk about the biggest misconceptions about bloating and digestive issues, because why not? I feel like this is a topic that is super confusing for many and... um, something that many people actually struggle with and I feel like more and more people struggle with and it feels like people don't really have a solution to the problem and so in today's episode first of all want to give you a little bit of backstory of myself Um, so the last two days I've had all of a sudden um, on Sunday I had a smoothie, super like clean ingredients, I don't like the word clean, but super like healthy ingredients, nothing too crazy. And within just a couple of minutes, I got really severe stomach cramps and had to really run to the toilet. TMI, but that's what happened. And it was going on for two full days and I couldn't really understand where or what was happening. Now, this is something that happens to me Almost never. Like, I cannot remember the last time that I had such digestive issues. But for the majority of my life, I had bloating, I had pain, I had gas, I had digestive issues that weren't impacting my life that much, like the last two days, but it was like, like constant for me. And, you know, it's really important to, when we look at digestive issues and bloating, to... um kind of ask ourselves when did it start do I recall when I started struggling with this and maybe even your family your mom your parents can even give you more information because it got clear to me that my digestive issues started at a super young age I remember well I don't remember my mom telling me that even as a baby, she always had to massage my belly because I had so much gas and bloating and digestive issues. So even as a baby, I was already struggling with it. And it, for some reason, I never made that connection that maybe there's more to my digestive issues than food. So that's why today I want to talk about the five biggest misconceptions about bloating and digestive issues and that oftentimes we are not looking at it. Now, the first thing is uh, a big misconception is that it is food-related. I'm not saying that it should not be food-related. It can be. But many, 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 many times I've seen it with clients is that it's actually not food-related. And it could be something else. Um And so the most important thing is if you're not sure if it's food-related is to make some tests. There are multiple tests out there to see if any food is triggering it for you if something else might be triggering it for you so that's just important that you really um take the time to look at all different scenarios and you know have a journal ready to really journal out all of the things that you're experiencing that you're feeling that you feel like are could be related that are causing those digestive issues right to really be clear to rule out anything and again if you feel like the journal is no longer giving you the answers that you need making a test and there's many different tests out on the market if you're not sure which tests to do just send me a message I can send over some tests that are super super powerful and have have really helped me but yeah so definitely generally the first biggest misconception is that most people think it is food related most people think it has something to do with the way that they're eating and again it shouldn't be ruled out but it's not always the primary course course The primary cause, that's what I wanted to say. Which leads me to my second point, fiber being the number one solution to helping with digestive issues and bloating. Now, if you're listening to this, most likely you are a vegan or you're considering to go vegan or you're vegetarian Generally, when we are on a vegan diet and we're doing it right and eating lots of whole foods, these diets are a lot higher in fiber, which can actually make our digestion worse. So what I mean with it is that when we have, when we're consuming too much fiber and our body cannot process it enough or digest it, it can cause bloating and indigestion. And it can actually lead to the opposite cause of why we are eating fiber in the first place. So I'm not making fiber wrong here. Fiber is extremely healthy for bowel movements, for um, getting out all of those toxins out of your body. So fiber is needed. But oftentimes what can happen is when we go on a whole food plant-based diet, we can feel extremely bloated. And that's what happened to me. When I was going vegan, I was completely whole food plant-based. I wasn't paying attention to my macronutrients at all. I was just eating a lot of fiber, a lot of carbs, and holy cow, I was just so bloated all the time. So pay attention to your fiber intake because that might also cause bloating or digestive issues and find your healthy range. And this is something that we do in the Plentiful Goddess as well in my coaching program where you get a personalized, vegan meal plan and we make sure that the fiber content is healthy in a healthy range so that you can digest it and if not we will adjust it accordingly right so this is something that if you feel like you need more help with I'm here now the next misconception is actually it's not a misconception it's just a aspect that is oftentimes overlooked when it comes to digestive issues is your is your hormonal health your hormonal health and your menstrual cycle will affect your digestion. And that is something that a lot of people have no idea about. Your hormones are constantly fluctuating. If you're new to the to the topic of the menstrual cycle, I advise you to look at all of my other episodes that I have on the cycle and all of this information that is gonna give you a better idea of what actually is happening in the body. And so throughout the menstrual cycle, our hormones are fluctuating. And because of those hormones that are fluctuating, our digestion can change. Uh, the way that we absorb food can change, we can retain more water, we can feel differently, right? So, for example, a lot of women, including myself, around ovulation, especially on the day of my ovulation, my digestion is a little bit off. And then I feel like my digestion, especially towards getting my period, is a, I'm a little bit more bloated and depending on what I eat, it can really affect my digestion. And so paying attention to that too and when you are experiencing certain symptoms, Is extremely important too. Now my next thing that is a big misconception is that stress is not related to your digestive system and stress actually is one of the number one reasons why people have digestive issues which is crazy to think. So let me explain it in the simplest way possible. Of course again in The Plentiful Goddess when you're working with me we go really in-depth but I want to keep it as informative and as simple as easy to understand, as simple as easy to understand, as simple as possible to understand. I'm tired as you can hear. (laughs) Um, When you are in stress, your body will do anything to make sure that it will get your body back to an equilibrium, which means it will try to fight that stress. When you're in stress, your cortisol is high, your adrenaline is high, these hormones are very high and while you're in high stress, all of your other bodily like bodily processes, like growing your nails, growing your hair, sleeping, digestion, will become second important. Why? Because thinking about it, stress is caused in the body when we think we're threatened, when we think something might, uh, like for example, many, many years ago, stress was induced through you know, an animal being able to kill us, like a bear running after us or something that would put us in immense danger. Now, today, our brain cannot distinguish if a bear is trying to kill us, a lion is trying to kill us or if our boss is writing us a message, it creates the same stress uh, symptoms in the body. And so when we are highly stressed all of the time, our body is going to shut down all of the other processes that are in that moment, less important because obviously it's more important to run away from that bear and get yourself into a safe place than digesting your food in that moment. In that moment, survival is the most important. And so this is what exactly happens with your body. And so if you constantly have high stress levels, that's what your body is going to be focusing on. It's going to be focusing on, on running away, on dealing with the stress first before letting your body do its natural course of digesting, digesting your food and doing all of the other bodily processes that come happen naturally when your body is in a state of rest. So very important here is to learn how to manage that stress. And oftentimes stress can be a response to how we deal with life. And what I want to say with that is oftentimes we are the only people that are causing us stress because stress is always going to exist We will always have, you know, a job that we have to do or kids that we have to take care of. There's always going to be stress in our lives. That's unavoidable. But how you deal with that stress is the more important part. How do you deal with the stress that comes up? Do you know how to handle it? How is your perception of that stress? That is the more important aspect here, which actually leads me to now my last point and another big misconception is trauma. If you, as a child, have experienced trauma, your body might still be having a hard time feeling safe, being in an equilibrium, which can cause digestive issues. And that leads me to what I was saying in the beginning of this episode. When I was a child, when I was a baby, and I had already digestive issues, looking back, I know this was stress and trauma that I've experienced in my mom's womb, even. So this is a very, very important point because when we have had and all of us have had some type of traumatic event, even if it's just a tiny one that we might remember, some things we might not even remember. Again, I don't remember I was in my mom's womb and my mom had, you know, was traumatized or was stressed, but it was, of course, the child gets it as well in the womb space. And so the important part about trauma is to heal that trauma and Oftentimes, why trauma still has effects in us today is because we haven't allowed ourselves to heal that trauma. We haven't created a safe space to truly feel these emotions that were stuck in our bodies during the time of the incident that happened, right? Emotions are energy in motion. And when we have been in a situation where we have a, we experienced some trauma, that will leave an imprint on our bodies and can lead to digestive issues but it can also lead to other issues like chronic pain chronic fatigue all of these other things everyone is individual so i could give you a huge list of things but that's oftentimes something that is overlooked that needs to be addressed as well and so the first important step in trauma healing is to create a safe space and this is also something that we do in the plentiful goddess in my coaching program right we teach on trauma and we teach tools and techniques to heal to move through these emotions and to experience a sense of safety again to allow yourself to process whatever wasn't whatever whatever you weren't able to process at this moment of time so going back to those five biggest misconceptions food related hormonal health stress fiber and trauma i would love for you to take a moment right now While listening to this episode or after this episode and asking yourself, have I actually looked at these five things? Is anything standing out to me the most that I could imagine is actually the trigger? It might also be a couple of things. You know, it might be three of those five things. It might be all five things. For me, it definitely was all five things at some point in my life. And sometimes we're moving through those things as well right and so with my with my stomach cramps that i had over the last two days i think it was partially induced through stress as well which was on an unconscious level that i haven't processed i'm very very sure about this at this point because looking back there was literally no other thing that could have caused it right so i invite you here to open your mind and ask yourself Any of these things that, you know, relate to you that you feel like could be applied. And I also would love to invite you to my free workshop that I'm holding this week, the Vegan Feminine and Fit Workshop. This is going to be a workshop for the vegan woman that wants to lose weight without toxic dieting. And we will also talk about the right way of eating. We will talk about trauma and mindset and all of those things that encompass becoming the healthiest version of yourself. Right. I'm very excited for this for this uh, workshop because it's, you know, a couple of rounds that we are running it because it's always been successful and we've always had great feedback, beautiful transformation within those two two sessions as well. So it's a two day workshop. Definitely. Sign up if you cannot be there on the live, the live is the most powerful to be at 100 percent. But if you cannot be there, there's going to be recordings. But again, if you can make it to the live sessions, trust me it's going to be even more eye-opening because you're actually participating, you can ask questions in real life, you can get coached by me in real life. It's just a wonderful experience and I would love to see you there. So make sure you will find a link on my Instagram but as well here in the show notes to just sign up and I'm very excited to see you there. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like me to go deeper into any of those misconceptions go deeper into stress, fiber, trauma. I'm more than happy to do that. Just let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. I'm sending you so much love and thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye.